Danny J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the best life. Ready, Freddie? Sure. <laughs> you seem very reluctant. So we are here in our LA-based studio, aka our apartment, <laughs> and I'm here with Keith Lockwood, who is, uh, we're going to get into who he is. It just happens to be my roommate, actually. <laughs> non-platonic roommate? That's <laughs> non-platonic is a word. I guess it's <laughs> the opposite of platonic. And my boyfriend, you guys have been asking for this podcast. So we're excited to chat and find out a little bit more about Keith. So for the people, tell us a little bit about your background, where you came from, where you went, all that stuff. Well, born and raised nine miles from here in Torrance, in where? Torrance California, uh, beautiful South Bay. Which we st- it is beautiful. Just still resided because <clears throat> we're in Manhattan Beach, which is part of the South Bay. Yes. So from there, went to Torrance High. I don't know. Family of five: older brother, younger sister, middle child. Always the most hated child. Any unique challenges as the middle child? Uh, yeah, you get blamed for everything. <laughs> oh, really? I've told you that you didn't. Grow- <laughs> you didn't grow up the middle child. Yeah, no. You get blamed for everything. The middle child does. Always. How does how does that logic work? Uh, I don't know. You'd have to ask my parents, but it was always my fault. Well, because is the older sibling. So I've heard in like research that the older sibling is very similar to an only child. We're very like driven, very kind of like type A, very like wanting to achieve, not step out of line. Like we have a, like we really want to follow the rules. Yeah. You've met my brother. Does that seem like him? No, it doesn't. (laughs) So Keith's older brother is um, actually my age. Yes. And Keith is five years younger than me and his brother is my age, uh, married, two kids, and he was a professional baseball player. Correct. So grew up in sports, but your whole family did sports. That was all we did. Uh, No, my brother was, I mean, he definitely grew up like an only child for the first five years, being five years older. So he got more of the... uh, he got more of the grandma stuff when grandma was around. He got more of the uh, the Bible, the church stuff. Because my parents were just like, sweet, grandma will take them. <laughs> they would just dump, you know, she lived on the other side of the city. So he got way more of that. And he definitely got more <clears throat> restrictive guidelines. Yep. Yeah, because I feel like you're your first kid, you're like really trying. Yeah, and my dad was pretty hardcore with some of that stuff. Your dad was also your coach growing up. So like, a lot of but times, you yeah. were in sports too. Yeah, played everything. I think I played almost every sport you could probably play. Basketball, baseball, track, a little bit of volleyball, short-lived, soccer, uh, hockey, obviously football. I don't know if I said that, but... So then you ended up going to a school in Canada called... Acadia University. Okay. Yeah, so... Amazing. So went on, how is... Went on some stuff. Yeah, liked it, loved it up there. Ended up going up there. Got to play Canadian football in good old Nova Scotia. So you're there for four years. 
Well, five years? No, I was there. Three years. So I, I was there for three because you okay. get five years of eligibility. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> so I was there for three. Yes. But then I stayed two more to coach Okay. at my rival school. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> so I grew up in sports, did all the sports, highest level, ended up going and playing overseas. Yeah. So went right after I graduated, 2010, went overseas, played for the summer, uh, came back, uh, coached in Canada that year came home and then i was home for a little bit then went back to canada to coach again didn't play that year and then the next year went back overseas played again came home work you know the deal (laughs) and then went back again to play again and then i came home and that was my last year that was 2013 wow six years ago yeah yeah so yeah, that was a wild, uh, a wild was that, it was like so yeah, then, six years. You know, what happens when we talked about this a little bit on the podcast about like when your identity is really wrapped up in something uh-huh. and like that's what you, you've been an athlete your entire life. And it's not that you can't be an athlete now, <laughs> but if you're not playing the game, how do you transition into like, cool, am I going to, were you just like, I'm going to be a coach? Uh, that was... That was what I was doing. So it, during all that time too, I would come home. I would coach. I was coaching. Uh, I coached. Uh, well, I coached in Canada those two years at the college, and then I mean making zero money. I think I've told you, working at a bar <laughs> at night, walking. Uh, you know, thirty minutes in the snowstorm because there actually was snow. So <laughs> and I was walking and just doing that life. You know, working at a bar all night. Get up in the morning. Go to the go work out. And then go coach the rest of the day. And then go to the bar. At, uh, and then back home, coach Papa Warner, started coaching high school. So yeah, I was doing all that stuff. And uh, I was just, I didn't really know where coaching was going to go because I was sending out all this stuff to like schools I'd never heard of. But I'm like, oh, I'm looking for a grad assistant position. Like I was going online searching GA jobs. I was applying for schools in like Alabama, South Carolina, Tennessee, like places where I'm like, I don't even want to go there. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Like these division three small town schools. But I'm that's like, like what you think is like, okay, I'm not, I'm not playing anymore. So I have to stay yeah. in the sport because that's kind of all I know. Yeah. It's, and I mean, I'm it's, good at it. Like obviously what I've, I've been doing and... for So then years. how does fire come along? So my buddy kept pushing me, kept pushing me. I kept putting it off and he's like, Hey man, just, just come on a ride along. Just. Which see, is what? Where you just come to the station Basically, ride along for the day. Did I go on a ride along? You did go on a ride along. <laughs> you guys, I went to visit Keith at the station and I went on a few calls with him. You did. We that actually really got fun. a few calls while you were there. Yeah. So, same idea. Okay. So, um, you just kind of like see what's up. Yeah. Yeah. Just to, just are like you even interested? Like, right. just does any of this at, like, because Maybe a I'll lot change of, careers, actually. What's that? Maybe I'll change oh, careers. Oh, yeah. Go for it. No. I, I know too many fire, <laughs> firefighters. Uh, is not not my jam. Uh, so yeah, because there's a lot of people that think they want to get into it, and if you're never, if you're not around a station or the stuff that we see daily or do any of it, you might not like it. There's people. It happens. People get right. hired, yeah, and then get out into the field and they're like, I don't like this. Right. And it's like, well, <laughs> well, like just like how you talk about it, it seems similar to a sports team in a way. Like you guys, there's a lot of teamwork. Very much so. And so if people don't really get like what exactly happens at fire, like there's some things that I didn't really understand about it. Like for example, that you guys do run medical calls. 
You know, like we yeah. uh, like tend to think like, oh, like you just fight fires. And it's like, uh, like probably like what? 5% of your calls are fire maybe uh, related? It's like 10. 10%? 10, 12. Yeah, it depends on where you are. Yeah, work, so you're like yeah. EMT, you know, you're going back to school to be a paramedic. Like you guys are doing mostly medical calls. Every time yes. someone calls 911 in California, you guys have to go. Well, no, I mean, it, it could be police related. Anytime it's medical or fire, yeah, they'll, we then go. you guys go. Unless yeah. it's like police matter only. And then... But anyways, let me... I, okay. I didn't. I didn't say... So he pushed me into... So I went on the ride along, finally. And I basically looked at him after a call. And I was like, this is what you f- do? <laughs> He's like, yeah, it's pretty awesome, right? And I was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, they pay you for this? Like, you got to work out. We got to do all... Like, this is what you do? And so anyway, so then... I think I told you the story when I went with my dad who we like never have conversations like this, me and my dad ever. You know, like we just, I've told you how my upbringing was. <laughs> There's not a lot of love and hugs. And I grabbed him one day. I was like, Hey, come walk the dogs with me. And I was just like, this is what I'm thinking about doing. Like I'm legit thinking about stopping everything football and just pursuing this. Cause my buddy's like, Hey, like this is, you know, you could do X, Y, Z. You do a lot to prepare. Yeah. To get hired. You could do nothing or you could do all all the things. And I was more along the lines of, I'm going to do all the things. I'm 28 at the time. Like, I don't want to wait. And so me and him went on a walk and <laughs> it's like literally the only time I've ever had that kind of conversation with my dad. And he was just like, hey, man, like, if you want to do it, we'll support you and like whatever you need. So that, that was it. Why do you think that you haven't had those kind of conversations with your parents ever? Uh, well, A, I've always been the more closed off one in the family. That is like 100% true. What do you mean closed off? Just not uh, like, w- not like really wanting to initiate what, like, what would you say? Like a touchy feeling kind yeah, of a thing? None of that. You've met my brother. He's definitely more the outspoken, emotional one. And even my sister talks way more than I do. And I'm just You're not. definitely the quieter one. I'm definitely the quieter about? one. But yeah, I never really had that kind of relationship with either one of them. Did you ever want that? I don't or know. Or not really. You're kind of like, oh, this is just the way we do things. And like, I don't, you don't feel like anything's like, because I know for me, I have really craved that love of closeness. My dad and I have always had that. Mm-hmm. But my mom is, I mean, I love her to death, but she's, I mean, like the only way, the way I describe her is like German. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like, she just has never really been super sentimental. Yeah. And not that she's not open. I just don't know that we've ever had. It was always easier to talk about other people than it was to talk about our own stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like to be, because I feel like to be able to have those kind of deeper conversations, you need to kind of like have a level of introspection. Yeah, and like then be able to articulate it. And you've just never felt like you had to. Well, I'm interested in like how that translated into even like like romantic relationships. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, with them, I mean. I t- I can recall my dad like saying sometimes, like, "Hey, you need to be more open with us." Oh, like, really? When things are buggy, blah, blah blah. But like in that, like my dad, but he's like yelling, yelling at voice, you for it, which is all- <laughs> so. Like my brother, I think you've heard him say like with his kids, where he's like, "Yeah, I don't." He's like, "I have flashbacks of like dad yelling because my dad would be like, it's like zero to a hundred. There's no." <laughs> There was no like reasoning with you. I've hung out with your dad alone and I've, I've like gotten him to open up a good amount. Yeah. But now, I ask a bunch of questions. But you're also not his children. Okay. And you didn't, 
it was much different. My dad was a very intimidating figure in our lives. <laughs> it was basically like fear. Like we just yeah, feared you guys, dad. He ruled with dad an iron is like, fist. He's like, I mean, he seems like he's like seven feet tall, but he's not. Yeah, but he ruled, like I said, he ruled with an iron fist. Yeah. It was like, I remember like dad coming home, you like run and hide. <laughs> we you scared. guys, it's so funny. Um, <laughs> Keith's dad's name is Dave and Pip loves Dave. <laughs> so you guys know I have my, my pub. Pip the Pomsky, like anytime we go over to Key's parents' house and I'm like, I can't find her. I find her on Dave's lap. Straight to his lap. And she, he, she's just getting a massage. Just looking at me like, what? And just licking the hands because he <laughs> lets her. It's so funny to see because it's so drastically different. Like she's so like loving and just like sweet and whatever. And he's, you could tell he just feels a little uncomfortable because she'll just fucking jump into his lap. Yeah. She doesn't care. She's it's like, so you're going to scratch me. <laughs> Loves him. Yeah. It's funny. So how did that but, translate into... um how did that like kind of upbringing translate into your personal relationships stuff at all? Mm, I think it was, I mean, earlier, like in my 20, you mean like dating wise yeah. or like friends or anything? Just, yeah. I mean like, I mean, I guess you like bros, maybe you're not like, Hey man, can I like tell, talk about my feelings? But like, I don't know if you're in a relationship, like at some level you get to the point where like you have to have deeper conversations. Yeah. I think when I was younger, it was definitely harder and I just avoided it. When you say avoid it, what do you mean? You're just like, oh, like uh, I threw my phone in the, ri- yeah, in the river. Yeah, like cool. There goes, there goes. Down. <laughs> you guys, anytime, like, like <laughs> Keith. Oops. Anytime, like Keith will be at work and like I want to talk about something, which is like to be honest, it's not all that often. But every once in a while, I'll like send him this text, and then, uh, and then if he doesn't get back to me within a couple of minutes, I'm like, did you throw your phone in the river? Okay, bye. <laughs> no, you're good. You have good conversations. Yeah, uh, but I think. <laughs> When I was younger, I didn't have that as much, but I was, you know, as it just like, do you mean like, communication or what? Yeah. Or, like or I would just to be open. It was just more, it was always easier to just be like, all right, yeah, like, all right, there goes, you know, just, I don't talk to that person anymore. <laughs> just disengage. <laughs> yeah. Such just a dude. Disengage completely. It was so easy when you're younger and yeah. you're just like, eh. but I was also doing, you know, I was gone yeah. for seven years of my, well, so when I met life. you, you had kind of told me that, I mean, you were kind of in a relationship a little bit when I met you mm-hmm. and we were friends for a number of months, mm-hmm. but you had told me you weren't, you hadn't been in like a ser- super serious relationship for like a number of years. Yes. Why was that? Which like, to be honest, was like a little bit of a red flag to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, my girlfriend in college, it just post that I was just like over it. That whole. You had your heart broken in college. Yeah. That whole thing just, I was like, uh, I'm good. And I was playing overseas, so I'd be home for six months, gone for eight months. And I was just when like, When you say you were good, what do you mean by that? Like, you're just like, uh, you're not I, wanting to like be vulnerable with someone again. What, sorry? You're not wanting to like be vulnerable with someone again. A little bit of that. Plus, I just was like, I'm okay being alone. Like, I, I never felt that I had to have someone. I was never one of those like serial right. monogamous people. Like one of my friends was where you go from like one girlfriend to the next and then, you know, those people that just like that can't be alone. And I'd just be like, no, I'm fine. Like, it's cool. I Shit, know. I remember I was, um, it was like before Jade and I broke up and he said something to me like, you can't be alone. And I like wanted to fucking fight that dude. But at the same time, I was like, <laughs> actually, can I not be alone? Because like, I hadn't I been single since I was 18. So I'm like, maybe you're right. Yeah. I mean, there are people like it. Yeah. That just can't not, they just don't know that's how. their value system on some level 
Yeah. It's like, and they just like have to like, ah, oh, I need, I need someone. They just got to latch on. And I was just like, And for like, you, oh, liked cool. just be, you liked being alone. You liked your freedom. I did. Loved it. <laughs> yeah, it was great. I mean, especially for what I was doing. It was right. awesome. Like yeah. there was never, I didn't have to run anything by like, hey, I'm thinking of going to Spain. <laughs> it's like, no, hey, guess what? Mom, dad, I'm out. I'm going to Spain for eight months. It's like, cool. Later. Yeah. Catch you guys. Yeah, but that's great. Like, I mean, that's, that's what you should be doing in your 20s and your 30s and beyond, wherever you, whenever you want to yeah. do it. So then like, okay, cool. So you started pursuing fire, which you had to do a number of things and it took like a couple of years for you to finally get hired. Mm-hmm. And you end up getting hired with LA County, uh-huh. which is different than LA City for people who don't know. There you go. And you've been a fireman now for what? Three, four years? No, not even. Two and a half. I mean- so it'll be the day that I got hired will be three years this August. But okay. then we had a four-month academy. Right. So I basically graduated my academy day before Christmas Eve. Yeah, the December 23rd. So it kind of helps keep it in there. And then like while you were going through that process, you can't like, re- I mean, you're like trying to get hired, super focused. You do get hired, you go through an academy and you went through mm-hmm. like an independent academy before. It was yep, just like not conducive to like trying to have a real relationship. No, my priorities just weren't, it, it wasn't a concern to me. You know, I was going up to Oakland to test an interview there. I was taking interviews or a written test or like San Francisco. So it was almost like, well, why am I going to try and get into something serious when, when I don't know I'm willing to like, I'm willing to cut bait out of SoCal at the drop of a hat. Like if they called me, like, hey, you want a job tomorrow? You know, uh, yep, later. Like, yeah, and I'd be gone. It wouldn't be like, hey, so I'm thinking about taking this. It'd be like, no, I'm gone. Sorry. <laughs> so I was like, why drag somebody through something that it, like that? It's not at that time. And it, and I've always equated to. I think we talked about before. Like I took all that commitment and focus that I had in sports, and I just turned it into that to getting hired. So in sport, where you know I was. Up all night, watching film, like at the gym, working out on the field, like doing all, all my time was given to that. It just all turned to getting hired. So it was like every chance that I had, it's like, I'm doing everything I can. So it's like, I'm sorry. I just don't have the time or the headspace to like give to a relationship. It's interesting. We taught, we interviewed my brother, Brandon, who's a professional dancer, like about a month ago. And he kind of said something similar. He um, was single for four years before he's been in this like kind of committed relationship he's in now. And he was, his whole thing was um, dance is my number one. Like, sorry, like I'm going to go somewhere else and like do something else. And I might, like you said, I might leave at the drop of a hat. So sorry, you're always going to come second. Yeah. That's yeah, same idea. It was yeah. just like, you're not, nobody at this time is more important to that. Yeah. That makes sense. Like it's, you're just, it's not. It was like not nothing to anybody that met me during that time, but it's like I'm not gonna give you any more than like what I'm giving you because I'm more focused on this stuff. Yeah. So it's, when I met you, which was um Hello. It was in twenty seventeen. So tell the people how we met. Uh we met through our fellow friend who is a firefightress herself on a workout date, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what you would call it, but basically we went to work out and you were there too. <laughs> Track <laughs> yeah. workout, which I showed up late to. Because <laughs> I think I went surfing that morning. 
And she's like, we're going to start at nine. Jill has a tight schedule. <laughs> and I showed up at like 9.45 because the waves were good. So I stayed out a little longer. And you guys, you we're already done. ladies were done. So we had breakfast. Mm-hmm. And that was how we met. Yeah. Then, so it was funny because you and Karis were friends from years before. Um, like you guys went to the same gym or whatever. Uh-huh. And so Karis was like, oh, my friend uh, Keith is going to come to our track workout today. And I'm like, cool, that sounds fine. She's, And so I thought you all were like seeing what was up because you hadn't seen each other for a long time. Uh-huh. And you guys are both fire firefighters now. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'll just take a back seat. I was not in the headspace of like, I had been at that time just completely like off dating apps. I was just like focused on work. I was just not like really. And so I was like, cool, like I'll just hang out while you guys catch up and like see what's up. Like I just thought it was like, cause Karis was recently single. She was like maybe two months single. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like didn't really pay attention. We were at, I, I look, <laughs> no, looking back, it was didn't. like super fucking rude. I, but like <laughs> at di- at brunch, I thought you guys were now just catching up. <laughs> yeah. So I thought you guys are just catching up. So I was like on my phone and chicks. So I'm like, Oh, look, they're going to see what's up. Pretty like this might be like romantic and maybe it was, I don't know. Yeah. And then I don't know what happened after that. Yeah, we just, uh, like, what happened, me and you-wise? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just, like, kept in touch, and then we ended up going on, like, a couple, like, workout stuff, and then... Well, it was interesting, dates, because then... you said that you were, like, not really available for a relationship, and yet you were, like, I, I was surprised to find out that you were in one. Yeah, like a rushed last minute, <laughs> why did we get into a relationship relationship? Yeah. I mean, I was just as surprised as you were. <laughs> no. Yeah, so it was a uh, a girl that it had been off and on for a couple of years, and it was like, oh, let's you're moving, let's get in a relationship, like, like a real relationship, like a real like, w- let's call ourselves boyfriend and girlfriend when we've been not that, <laughs> and been in this like off on thing where it was never super serious, but like let's all of a sudden make it serious <laughs> a month before you're leaving. <laughs> And how did that work out? It did work out. <laughs> I mean, it didn't work out, but it's one of the looking back, you're like, okay, you learn from it. Like, why, A, why would you ever put yourself in that position? You know? And also, it's just probably like a lot of going back to like not talking about stuff maybe on my end or maybe on her end too, like beforehand, you know? Just like, just talk about it before. Anyways. It, so it, what did you learn from that relationship? Um, so yeah, you and I would just I hang mean, out. Like we would hang out like and do super platonic stuff. Like I. Um, yeah, we went for a run. Yeah, we'd like go work out. Like mm-hmm. I'd see you maybe like once or twice a month. Like it wasn't a lot. Yeah. Uh, what I learned from that relationship. Uh, maybe just being more honest with your own feelings. And if like, you know, you know and not kind of like one of my friends right now is in that position. That's why I relate to it so much because I'm like... What if, position if, is that? It, like the, I want to be in a relationship with this person, but then I don't because I want to do other things. I want to be free, whatever it is. I want to have my own freedom. I want to do what I want to do. I want to date other girls or et cetera. Um, and just you know, making your decision and just standing by it and just living with the repercussions because there's going to be either way. You, know, you can't have your cake and eat it too. So you're going to, you get one or the other. So I think maybe not being that kind of wishy-washy and just being more decisive about it. I think that's like the biggest takeaway that I came from that. Yeah. Just so like that really was really learning that. 
I think that's important because I think sometimes we can default into a situation. Like yeah. before you know it, you're like all in the situation. You're like, wait, what? Like, do I actually want to? Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm dating you. Like I'm in a relationship, <laughs> surprise relationships. Like I guess we're dating now. Like what? And, you know, and not thinking about I mean, it. I haven't told sense. you this, but this is actually a surprise. Like we surprised, like we moved in together. It's a surprise. <laughs> like it wasn't conscious. <laughs> like, oh shit, really? Yeah. Uh, no, that definitely happens to people though, right? They don't realize. I, I would or they say- stay in a relationship for too long. Like, yes, That happens a true. lot. So I I would say, I mean, I know guys definitely in my 20s, that was not me, but like friends where they're just like, I guess I'm dating her now. And you could tell there's kind of that reluctancy. And you're like, well, do you want to? Right. (laughs) And it's like, ah, but it's like comfortable. Yeah. Right. It's that comfortable. You're with that person. So it's comfortable. But, you know, I had friends that were in that comfortable, but then Friday, Saturday night, you see him out of the bar and you're like, I, aren't you? Oh, okay. No. All right. <laughs> Guess I'm just not supposed to see that or. <laughs> yeah. So, but that comes from that. Just not being honest with your, with yourself. Like, Why do you, you think that you weren't honest with your own feelings? Uh, Cause I think I was, instead of addressing maybe concerns that I had, between the two of us, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it, I just didn't because I was like, well, they're not going to change. They're not going to be w- whatever it is. But it was like, well, it's still comfortable because we know each other so well. So it's like, uh, I just kind of let it go. Do you think that and, she let it go too? Yeah, for sure. Because when we, there was what, like a nine month span, we didn't like speak and then, when we like did again and started hanging out, she's like, I, I know what this is. And I was like, cool. I do too. That's why it was funny. Like the last month they're like, let's make it something else. <laughs> it's like, no, we already established. We know kind of what this is. It's not like anything serious, but like, let's get in a serious relationship right now. That sounds like a great idea across country. <laughs> so that was funny because you and I had hung out a couple times and it was just more and like 100% platonic. Like you had never really given me any indication you were interested in me, uh-huh. except that you were like, let's work out together. And I'm like, cool. Like you're Karis's friend and like, you seem cool uh-huh. and I work out and you work out. So, and Karis is working bro? today. Yeah. So like, why don't we work out together? And so, and we would just like, you know, grab coffee or whatever. It was very uh, platonic. But the fact that you had like kept asking me to hang and I kept saying yes. And like people who know me, you guys know me, like I don't do shit I don't want to do. So like the, I had like this weird thing of like, okay, like why do I keep saying yes though? This is odd. Like I don't spend time with people that I don't want to, you know? And so, but I um, the way that I found out that you were dating someone else was actually on... The Instagram Explore tab. Yeah. And uh popped up is a picture of you and her and I was like and I was really surprised. And yeah. I think I brought it up to you the next time. Uh-huh. And I was like, Sue, you have a girlfriend? And you were like, Yeah. Like you didn't like deny it or you didn't mm-hmm. like try and like you were like, Yeah. And I was like, So what's up with that? <laughs> and it didn't like turn me off from you. Like I was we still like hung out after, but I was just like I was very much like, okay, he's like not this isn't this isn't romantic. Like to me it was just like cool, this isn't romantic. Like yeah. maybe we'll just hang out. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically how it went down right there. <laughs> so what was going so, on in your mind? I don't know. Uh, well, I mean, we've we've talked about it with that with that whole relationship. I mean, even, 
rushing into it, trying to make it something when it's like, yo, she lives 3000 miles away. <laughs> and it was always this, like, what am I doing? I mean, uh, you but know. you guys never had a conversation of like, what are we doing? We, we, and that's the thing is we didn't. And when we finally did is when it ended. Okay. When we finally had that conversation, that's when it was like, yeah, what what are we doing? Kind of, and it, that was it. But we hadn't had that because it would just be like, we'd hang out. Like I would go out there for a couple of days. We'd hang out, be great. But then there was always that underlying, you could, you could both feel it, but didn't want to talk about it where it's like, uh, yeah, so I'm going back home to LA. I'm not moving here. And you're not moving back. You just moved here. So it's like, why are we doing this? So it was, there's just a lot of that. It was just kind of, so I'd be home and I'd be like, what am I, what am I doing? Like I got to wait, you know, three more weeks till I can, and like, for what, what, why am I, I didn't want this before. Why do I want it now? <laughs> and then when it finally came out, I had it and then it ended and everything. So yeah, I don't know. I was just like, man, like this, this girl's cool. But again, yeah, like you said, it was platonic. Didn't do anything. Cause I was like, ah, oh, no, I'm not, you know. Like when I found out that you were obviously like knowing my history, like, you know, my history, Uh everyone listening knows my history. Like it was a relief to me that like you hadn't been flirty at all. Like when I found out that you dating someone, I was like, oh damn, like, okay. Like it was, I would have been, it would have been a huge red flag to me had you been like really like, oh, like flirty with me or like shown me any romantic interest, but you hadn't at that point. Yeah. No. You thought I wasn't even into you. <laughs> no, I remember like it was, we had been hanging out for like, I don't know, maybe four months or something, but not even like regularly, like maybe once or twice a month. Yeah. If that, and sometimes we'd be like, hang out with Karis and go work out or something. Yeah. I mean, it was just, it was like all like day hikes and stuff like that. So I remember being like, I kind of like, I maybe like, I, otherwise I don't know why we're hanging out to be honest. Like yeah. I don't really have, I mean, I do have like my friend. Andy, who's a dude friend, but like, I didn't really have anyone like that. And I was like, start starting to like be more curious about you. Uh-huh. I became like Keith curious a little bit. <laughs> I don't even think I, I started like looking at your Instagram stories until like, well, you months. didn't start following me <laughs> for the people to know. She yeah. didn't start following my Instagram until Couple what, months ago. like three months ago. <laughs> hey, following someone on Instagram is a big commitment. All I just wanted to make sure that I wouldn't all unfollow you. All of point. a sudden I see this little, Jill Fit now follows you pop up. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> she didn't follow me this whole damn time. No, I just creep on you. Spent you 20, one we spent 20 days account. in Australia together. <laughs> she didn't even follow me. Uh, yeah. And so I kind of became like a little curious. Oh, because I think it asked you and you're like, oh, we broke up. And yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We broke yeah, up. Yeah. You guys had broken up and you guys had been broken up for a little bit. And so then how did things change for you? As far as like relationships, yeah. de- like thoughts on them and yeah. whatnot. Um, or did they even? I don't know. I, I don't know if they really changed in that moment. I was always, you but know. You were when, like dating. You guys had broken up and then you started dating. Yeah. Uh, maybe a couple little here and there, but nothing. I wouldn't say like dating anyone like regularly or going out, go out on a bumble date here and there. Not often. I would say like maybe once a week, if that, not even. But during all that time of, you know, in my 20s and even later when I'd be like, oh, I, I want to be single. But I was always like, if I met someone that really made me want to be in a relationship, I would. Like, I'm not opposed to it. I was just never like in a rush. I was never one of those people like, oh, my God, I have right. to find where, where's the, ah, ah. Right. Um, 
So I don't know. Yeah, and we had built like a relationship. I mean, we used to just have, we still do, but we just have like long conversations about intellectual type things that I wasn't really getting anywhere else. So I think we built a lot on that side of things before anything ever happened. Yeah. I mean, we would talk for a long time about all sorts of stuff, fitness related, not fitness related, since I have my background in fitness as well. So we'd have a lot of talks about that kind of stuff, just a lot of things. So I think that was like looking at it, I was like, oh, that's it's awesome. We can have like intellectual conversations and we can talk about a lot of broad uh, range of subjects. Plus we like to work out together, all these things. It was just the more and more. And then we just started hanging out more and more. So I was like, well, yeah, I hang out with this person all the time. <laughs> so why not? Why not just have it be that, you know, have it be a relationship, like an exclusive relationship. So this is funny. So I, like I said, Keith was very, uh, I don't want to say you're professional. You just, you were very like, you weren't really like sharing, which you've already established. Like you're not like a super sharer, which is cool. Mm-hmm. But so we went, and I think this was like, we went on like kind of a first, like actual date a little bit. You're uh-huh. like, oh, let's go to a comedy sh- show. And so I remember being like, okay, this is like an actual like evening activity that like might actually be a date. <laughs> this is literally what, four or five months after we started hanging out and doing these kind of, so like, I remember just saying to myself like, okay, like if, and I consciously, I know I'm very direct. I can be very direct. And I know that I, you know, like I, but I, I remember consciously being like, I don't want to be the one who's like, Hey, what's going on with us? Like, I just don't, I didn't want to be that. I was like, I'm going to like let him take the lead. I'm just like, I'm here for the experience, like whatever. And if he, you know, is interested, he'll tell me. And if he doesn't, then fine. Mm -hmm. And I remember just being like, cool, I'm going to just like see what happens tonight. And I remember at the end of you dropped me off. (laughs) It's like one o'clock in the morning and you hadn't mentioned anything. And I was kind of like, in my head, I was like, what the actual fuck are we doing? Like, why am I out till one o'clock in the morning on a Thursday? Uh, and like, I don't know what the fuck this is. And like, I'm kind of starting to like this person, but I don't know if he likes me. Like, why? Like, I don't understand. And so we, uh, <laughs> you like, you dropped me off. And then I was like, we gave me, you gave me a hug. And I was like, okay, so you'll let me know what's up. Like for next time, if you want to hang out again. And you're like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, but what is up? And you were like, oh, you mean like you and me? And I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I think you, I don't know what you said, but you were like, you were like tying up some loose ends or like kind of like, you know, close, getting closure with your ex. I don't think it was like getting closure. It was just making sure I was in the right headspace to be like, okay, I'm, over whatever that was and kind of dealt with it on my end. How did you know that you had dealt with it? Um, I don't know. How do you know, you know, how do you ever know? There's no like definitive morning you wake up, you're like, oh, I'm over it. Yes. Like, it's just kind of you, you have to be like, okay, like I'm okay to, you know, be vulnerable or. I think you have to know. I think there's like a point at which you go like, cool, like I. Yeah, but I don't think there's like a checklist yeah, of things no. like okay i've done this i've done that no. it's just you're did like you burn okay. her letters what's it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you did like a fire ceremony burn uh, the letters on a full moon the whole thing this isn't high school no one writes letters anymore 
Yeah. So it just, you know, being like, okay, I'm, I'm over, I'm over that. I'm not interested in trying to like date other people. I'm just kind of like, I'm in, like I said, like present in that moment, like enjoying this. But that's not even the best part of that story too. What's the best part? Remember you tried to walk away? Yeah. Cause I go, <laughs> cause I was like, okay, but what is up? Which I, I vowed I wouldn't be the, the initiator of the, of the conversation. I'm reading air quotes, the conversation. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna let this motherfucker bring it up. And uh. I, but I, it was one o'clock in the morning. I'm tired. I have a buzz on. I'm just like, you know what? I can't hang out with this fucking dude anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, what is up? And then you're like, oh, between us, yes. Okay, yeah, I was just like like tying up loose ends with the ex and, you know, and you even said you're like, I did want to talk to you about that tonight. And I'm like, great. It's 1.30 in the morning. Should we talk? <laughs> well, I mean, we're not going to talk at a comedy store. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I was like, okay, sounds good. Bye. Yeah. And <laughs> oh, so, I, so you're walking away. And I was, I forgot, I don't know exactly what I said. Something like, that. hey, get your, get your ass over here. Like, and you were like, what? Yeah, you know, I grabbed you and I was like, you're not leaving without giving me a kiss. Like, <laughs> That was our first kiss. That was. That was. <laughs> you stormed off all angry. Arr. I was like, <laughs> this motherfucker. I remember like actually walking down where Danny and I would do these like wine walks in Venice and I was like, I don't know if this guy likes me. This is the most weird thing. And I don't know if I like him either, but but for whatever reason, we keep hanging out and I don't understand that. <laughs> the long con. It's the long con. <laughs> it was long. <laughs> so yeah, that it was, was definitely a con. That was it. Then I just won you over with my <laughs> with your... sparkling person. Oh yeah, that's it. Uh huh. <laughs> You're a nice butt. And my helps, big dude. booty. <laughs> if it, if people aren't aware, I'm a fan of the booty. <laughs> as I'm sure most people are. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was like this time last year. No, it was a little bit before this time last year. Ugh, a year. <laughs> <laughs> and now we live together. Yeah, we do. Yeah. We've done a lot this year. That is true. Been a lot of trips. We basically I had a lot of anxiety about sharing the relationship on social media. Oh. Because we, okay, so like we started like hooking up a little bit and then uh-huh. um, you were living in Manhattan Beach. I was still living in Venice and oh my God, you guys, I think I've told this story before, but I'll tell it on this because it's relevant. So I feel like there's these moments in like a new relationship and you know, like you obviously know my past, like you know, um, you know about my marriage and my ex-husband's fidelity and like, you know, going into it, I think, you know. It's one of those things where I I dated but like before, but it was like two months here, month here, like that, like yeah. where you don't really have to get to the point of like you don't catch feelings enough that like oh fuck I do have trust issues. Yeah, and so you know for me this relationship has been really different in that it is like um it is like testing out all the things that I had been like the theories of like okay cool I'm gonna like trust men again like whatever I don't want to be like a man hater and like just all those kind of like old those stories that I think you can definitely fall into if you've been cheated on mm-hmm. and so with you it's been it's kind of been like a testing ground of like and I've had my moments for sure that I've had insecurities and and I think as maybe not like your tendency is maybe not to bring things up 
you have definitely been able to like hang with those conversations. And I, that's been like really important to me uh-huh. that like, you don't throw your phone in the river <laughs> and you take a, you take a beat by, and you're like, Oh, sorry, babe. We had a bunch of calls. <laughs> like yeah, an hour go- goes by. I'm like go-to. sweating. Uh, so Keith works 24 hour shifts. No, but I think it's been good practice, but you have these moments in like a new relationship where you're like, are we boyfriend and girlfriend? Like, how do you decide that? It seems so like childish a little bit. So you and I went yeah. to Vegas together. We had been maybe oh, hooking yeah. up for like, I don't know, maybe six weeks or a couple of months or something. And I think we were kind of like, I wasn't seeing anyone else. I don't know if you were or not, mm. but we were in Vegas and we, I got us or like we bought a flight together and I thought we were sitting next to each other. <laughs> But we oh, weren't yeah. <laughs> sitting next to each other. That's Keith right. was sitting up front in the plane. I was like, oh, man, I thought we were going to have seats next to each other. I'm in the back seat, So I'm like, okay, well, let me ask if one of the guys back here, the guy sitting next to me, will switch with you. Because he, <laughs> like, who would want to be closer to the front of the plane, right? Yeah. There was an aisle seat. So this is from LA to Vegas. So there's a whole, it's a whole bachelor party back there. And it's like this guy <laughs> with all his boys. So just for simplicity's sake... I was like, hey, my boyfriend's uh, sitting up front. Do you mind? This is the first time I had like called you that. So I was like, do you mind like switch? Maybe you could switch with him. He's up front. Like it's close to the front of the plane. And then so he goes, let me check. And then he goes, yo, he yells up to the front of the plane. He goes, hey, she wants to sit next to her boyfriend. Hey, yeah. Okay. And he's like literally yelling down. And I was like, holy fuck. Because I hadn't called you that to your face yet. And I remember being like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. And I wanted to be like, no, he's not. I mean, like we haven't really had that conversation yet. Like I wanted to like, and he just, <laughs> Let so me explain kept this saying really quick it. Yeah. on the airplane to everyone. He kept saying everyone. it. No, no, her, no, she, her boyfriend. No, she wants her boyfriend to sit back. Yeah, no, no, it's her boyfriend though. He's, he's like yelling it down the plane. And I was just like, fuck. So I think I even texted you and was like, just uh, for simplicity's sake, I called you my boyfriend. You LOL, haha, ha, LOL, LOL, LOL. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's how I wrote the bandit off. <laughs> In a airplane with 200 other people. <laughs> yeah, like a, a huge... And I was like, no, no, you know what? It's fine. It's totally fine. Well, like, the best part is he walked up there and like looked and then went back and was like, nah. <laughs> He's like, sorry, I want to sit with my buddy. It was so embarrassing. I was like, okay, cool. I'll stay up here. Yeah. <laughs> so you had to go through all that and then you had to sit by yourself. <laughs> yeah. So I ended up sitting by myself. It's only an hour, but that whole thing was so funny. And so anyway, that's how that came about. Yeah. That's so right. I'm interested, and, tell, and the people are interested. That's right. What has been the biggest change for you being in a relationship versus not? Uh, or being in a relationship with me, by the way. Uh, probably just the way I always lived my life before. Like I would just do my own thing. Like no, never. F- never feeling like I have to be somewhere for for other people when it's not you know what I'm saying like Mm -hmm. I'm gonna do my thing all day and if I see you or see whoever like it'll happen you know unless it's like an obligation with family or friends or something but never that like oh my god I have to go do something because so and so wants me to be there like not doing that just like I'm gonna do my thing and kind of losing you, you sort of lose that. It's, you know, it's a relationship. You, you, it's give and take. So you kind of lose that where you're like, oh, I have someone else I have to consider. 
Like Sorry. they want to spend time with me too. And I want to spend time with them. So it's like, how do I, how do you factor in, you know, those, that kind of change? Cause I've just always been like, do my own thing. Like people. So would how be, have you dealt with that change? Um, I think it's still like ongoing, just, you, you know, the type of person that I am and like how I like to just constantly, I'm pretty much like on the move most of the day. <laughs> It's like much as I can. I'm not like a sit in one spot for a couple hours. I get I get a little antsy. I gotta move. And I'm like ah, I gotta I gotta get outside. I gotta go do something. So I think it's still even to this day like it's a struggle. Not a struggle, but I have to like consciously kind of be like, okay, hey, it's okay if I don't get this done. If I don't do this today. <laughs> if I don't. <laughs> so there's still that battle, but that's always gonna be there because that's just my personality. I mean, that's what made me successful in sports was I could just be like, I'm going to do everything that I can do in this day to get better at this thing. And I still do that with, you know, my fitness, you know, still playing basketball, whatever. I like, okay, I'm going to spend, you know, three hours on this thing where it's like that if I take three hours to do whatever this thing is, that's three hours I'm taking away from you from building our relationship. So it's like, okay, hey, maybe that's not the most important thing anymore. <laughs> you know, I don't need to be on a football field throwing a football for two and a half hours and then going and working out right after, you know. So like, I think that's I think that's a challenge with any relationship though, especially if you go from like being single to a relationship is like, you know, it's a lot of trade-offs. It's a little yeah. bit like cool, not one, and you, you and I have talked about this, like I don't know that one's better than the other. I have a problem when people are like, the goal is to be in a relationship. And I'm like, I actually don't think that necessarily the goal is to be in a relationship. I don't yeah. think it has to be. Yeah. You know, so I've seen things on social media, like you don't want to be an old maid and like you don't want to be 60 and alone. I'm like, why not? Like, I mean, honestly, not that like everyone wants that, but I don't think that it's necessarily a bad thing. It's just a different yeah. choice. Yeah. And so, you know, there are kind of like, there's a lot of trade-offs and you have to decide like, okay, what's, you know, what is most important to me in this moment, I guess. Yeah. And that's kind of ongoing. Yeah, definitely. So has there been any, is there anything that's a challenge for you to be in the relationship besides like the time aspect and stuff, but like with someone who, this is a question that came up, to be in a relationship with someone who like is on social media all the time or someone who's very open about their life online? Uh... I don't think there's any challenges for me. I mean, you know me, not everyone does, but I'm pretty easygoing with most things. So it doesn't bother me. And I'm not, you know, a huge social media consumer. It's mainly <laughs> me and my sister sending each other dog memes back and forth. Uh, so it's, you know, to me, it's, it, it, for, it's great. It's your work. It's how you make your livelihood. So I'm like, that's awesome. So I don't, it doesn't, I don't think it's a challenge for me. I'm not like sitting there constantly reading everything or even like all your stuff. You know how it is. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. <for laughs> Well, I don't want you to read my stuff. You're like, ah, that's chick shit. And I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm not, I'm just I'm not like reading that. You're not my ideal client. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not reading those five paragraphs. It's just not going to happen. I'll like your photo, but I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to read that. It's just, I don't consume it the same way. Not that you consume yeah. it, but it's your livelihood. Yeah. So you use it for different means than I do. Yeah. So yeah, it doesn't, I always think it's like funny or cute, like girls at the airport. Are you Jill? <laughs> Oh, like, they approach I just you, had yeah. to say hi or at the gym when we were in Austin. Like, 
I'm always like, oh, yeah, people know you. <laughs> like, they don't know me. No one's walking up to me. Like, they know you. <laughs> so I always think that's kind of cool. Yeah. Knowing me as well as you know me, like, what's something that you think would people would be surprised to know? Oh, be surprised to know. Oh, God. I don't know. Is there anything that you don't share? You're pretty <laughs> open. Man, I wish I could have had time to research that one. Something about you. Or just how I am online versus not. Jeez, I don't know. That's a good one. I'd have to like think about that. I think maybe, <laughs> I don't know, maybe how uh, embarrassed, not embarrassed, but like you can get around me sometimes when like, <laughs> like you're getting right now, that red face. I don't think that part of you gets shared as much. See, like she's not saying anything because she knows exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Those little embarrassed eyes, a little red face. Yeah, because that's, I mean, but that's a, another side of vulnerability that's it's kind of hard to share online. But yeah. Yeah. Maybe that part. I don't get to see that. I do. <laughs> yes, my face is really red right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can, I do that pretty easily to you sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> You guys, Keith teased me. You tease me so much. <laughs> but even Danny J says it's good. It's good. It keeps you in check. Yeah, she does. Yeah, it's like your constant affirmation from your your following, all your minions, and then I just got I got to chip away at it. Hey, bit. not minions. <laughs> I know they're readers not readers or listeners. No, the listeners of yours, they're awesome. All your yeah, they are. They're incredible. Your 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 listeners and stuff. They're pretty. Even though I don't engage with them, I see how they engage with you, and they're all awesome. But yeah, I gotta, I gotta mess with you a little bit. Hey, you do it to me too. Yeah, I do. <laughs> don't play innocent, <laughs> miss. <laughs> you know, me. it's interesting. One of the questions that also came up is for me, which was, how is it dating someone who's not in your space? Mm. And I think that it was surprising to me to be to be attracted to and want to be in a relationship with someone who's not in my space because I think I just always assumed that like I would because that's you know, I mean, you, you know how like hard I work and how much that's a huge part of my life. And I think it would be like a natural fit to be like, let me date another entrepreneur because they have the same lifestyle that I do and like traveling a lot and they understand the, the unique challenges of owning your own business and they're in a, a mover and a shaker and whatever that looks like. And it was, I think, a little surprising to me that I would be wanting to be in a relationship with someone who wasn't in my space, mm -hmm. but it's been super refreshing actually. Yeah. It's I remember you and really Danny great. at one point, uh, it was pretty early in the relationship, but saying like, I don't know if I would, you, both of you saying, I don't know if I would ever date someone in our space again. I don't know that I would actually. Yeah. I, it feels really, and of course, I think my biggest challenge has been like, and, and I think you and I have like navigated this okay. And I think it's ongoing, but like, when I'm in the middle of a launch, I mean, you know, I, I, for the most part, I'm pretty laid back, but I can get really anxious during a launch or like if I'm working really hard. <laughs> and so, you know, as like number one person in my life, you know, I'll come to you and, and, and vent or whatever. And like, you're really good about listening, mm -hmm. but like, you don't understand the industry. You don't understand online business really. And so, just like I wouldn't understand fucking fire. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's hard because you don't really have the context to like support or give advice or, you know what I mean? Like you can ask questions, you can support, you can be there. But I think that was something that I had to like 
strategy questions. Like I don't come to you for strategy, just like you wouldn't at, like you wouldn't ask me about, you know, talking to fucking your captain or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that was a little bit of a challenge for me. So I think like the person you're closest is the person you want to go to for advice or go to for guidance in that way. I can come to you for emotional support. Yeah. But I think like, because you don't understand the, or don't know the industry, obviously, why would you? It's like, that's not, so I go, so I needed to figure out a way to outsource that because I mean, as women, especially like we like talking shit out. Like I like, I always say that like, you know, <laughs> I need Danny J to process. Like I always say to you, like by the time something gets to you, it's been processed like 90% of the way there. <laughs> yeah. She's, uh, she's my filtering system. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, can I run something by you? Danny and J's I don't want to bring it up because I do. I think that it's important and this is a different, I think this is really different for me in this relationship versus when I was married is like, I'm not going to, um, I don't know. I'm not going to dump. Like, I'm just not going to do that. Like I'm going to be more curated in the way that I like bring things to you. Cause uh-huh. I do, I want to have like meaningful conversations, but I'm not going to fucking dump my emotions on you and be like, I'm feeling insecure today. Like, of course I, I do have moments like that, mm-hmm. but I always ask myself, like, is this something that could Keith could even like help me with? Mm-hmm. And like, and you can't really like if I'm feeling insecure about something it's not because of anything that you've done it's not be- it's just literally because like I'm having a shitty day or I'm getting ready to have my period or I get triggered by something and like so I work through I know we kind of like joked about it but I do work through like probably 90% of my my bullshit before I ever bring it up to you so if it's something that you know you and I had a, a kind of a seri- more serious conversation before we moved in together because I felt like that was like kind of a bigger step or like committing to at least like <laughs> at least 12 months of a lease. So I was like, Hey, like these are my sensitivities. And like, if I haven't said them before, like it's important that you know this because I feel like this is getting more serious and I don't know what that means, but I need you to know these things. Yeah. And you're open to that. I think I've been open to most of this stuff. I mean, I don't think we've ever, anything's ever come up and I'm like, Oh, you know what? Hey, I got to get my hair cut. I left the oven on. Bye. <laughs> like that's, that's never happened. So we've been able to, and it just, as you were talking about it, like with the stuff with your work, cause yeah, you'll, you've brought stuff up. I know that I haven't been able to help with like the strategy stuff, but I think sometimes you've brought things up and I'm like able to give you a different perspective on maybe not even like strategy and tactics of work and like, you know, how to, how to do it, but like dealing with a client or, mm-hmm somebody in that yeah. space of like okay let me t- from my way of how i've dealt with because you're a coach things. like i mean you get it you've been yeah. in like Coached you're in and, yeah you're in like a people industry yes yeah so i've been able i think in that sense mm-hmm. that's more i uh, i think you come to me more with that type of stuff where it's more like just relationship or dealing with people or not not necessarily like what should I do with my business? And I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, if that's what we're asking, we're in trouble. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah, I think it's, but that's been new for me. It's like having to have like kind of a, almost like a, uh, you know, social MVP squad where I like, I know we go to Danny J for like the girl shit and like the stuff I have to work through, like and come to you for uh, you know, emotional support in that moment. I go to Andy for business strategy. Like I yeah. have these kind of people yeah. that I go to in my life for different. Yeah. Whereas I think before I always went to like just you went the to one, one. Person. Yeah. yeah. Which I, you know, in my life it's the same way. Yeah. Like I have my buddies. That's like, it's like a work thing. Like if it's sure. like a straight work thing, like I ask somebody that works with me. Yeah. 
and it's like, hey, man, this happened, blah, 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 you know, one of my buddies from my academy or something. And we'll talk about it because I know they've been through like similar shit and okay. they understand it. And they're like, dude, it's not a big deal. Don't worry about it or, you know, whatever. Yeah. So I, I don't even always come to you with all the little things because right. I'm like, I don't want to dump all my little shit on you as well. Like, y- you know, just from hearing we did just the amount of stuff I deal with at work and not even, I don't want to make it sound like it's bad. It's just, it's, we work in close proximity. So like things happen yeah. <laughs> all the time yeah. and you got to deal with it. And so my filtering system's the same way, but then there's still a lot that we talk about or that all, you know, I vent quote unquote to yeah, you as well. I think you have to like be able to vent. And I think, you know, you just need someone some, to just listen to you sometimes, you know, like uh-huh. ask questions and like, just, you know, be on your team. Yeah. Even if they can't really like offer advice, I don't think the the point is always advice mm-hmm. so much as it's just like hold space. Yeah, you just need it to bounce it off of something that's not an inanimate object. I mean, Pip probably be pretty good. She'd just sit there and as she's sleeping. <laughs> she's like, stop touching me. I wish I had prepared more reader listener questions before we started this for you. Oh, we live together. We could. Do- <laughs> Although it did take us two months to even suggest this, is, this one. This is true. But this is true. That's a good point. We but could you, do could, a part you two. could throw them all out there. I mean, I don't really know what else they really want to know about me. Unless, well, they, unless they want to know more dirty secrets about you. <laughs> I'm trying to think what <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't, know. what secrets I haven't I told. I don't know either. I mean, you know, like some of my secrets that we will not share on this podcast. <laughs> oh, you mean like, no, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to get some we'll have to have a Q and A with Keith. Oh boy, back on. <clears throat> yeah, we could do that. What's your favorite thing about being in a relationship? Oh, favorite thing. Regular sex. I mean, that's always a plus. <laughs> it's definitely a great thing. <laughs> uh, I just think, I mean, personally, I just really value the time we get to just hanging out. I mean, you're my best friend. We we hang out a lot. It's just I don't know. We almost like never have a bad time together. No. Like, I can't think of a time where we hung out or did anything, you know, before we were, like, seriously dating or moved in where it was like, I got to rethink this one. (laughs) Like, there was never any moments like that. It was always just, like, fun. Even if we weren't doing anything, you know, not flying to Australia, not going to Boston, not going to wherever, San Diego, Vegas, like, doing anything big where it's just like, hey, we're going to go for a run. It was like, Still a good time. It was like good conversation. You know, it's just there was, I can't think of a time that we've had anything like that, which doesn't mean that it'll never happen. <laughs> or we've never been like bored together or, you know, I don't. Yeah. I mean, we live in SoCal. Keith always teased me because literally, I mean, I know that you grew up here. So like for you, <laughs> it's just like regular, but we'll be like, I mean, we live literally, we live two blocks from the beach. And it's it's just like a, it's really gorgeous where we're at, and we're so lucky. But we'll be like I don't know, do like skateboarding down the boardwalk at sunset, and I'm just like, oh, can you believe we get to live here? And he's like, yeah, yeah. Let me get like you. You're always like, uh, yeah, I'm grateful. Yeah, like <laughs> you definitely get bored with my. <laughs> no. Like I, I think it's it's cute, but yeah, it's totally different. I grew up here. Yeah. This is what I mean. Granted, I have a, I have a a great appreciation for where I live, considering I lived in other places that, you know, snowed eight months out of the year. Yeah, and it was just, 
like it was like Game of Thrones winter. It was like, oh, you're just like bundled up. Like this sucks. <laughs> so I'd come home. It'd be like mid December. I'd come home from school and be like, oh, I'm going to the beach. I don't care how cold it is right now. Like I'm going to the beach. So I definitely do. But yeah, no, I like to tease you about it. <laughs> So I'm like, yeah, I grew up here. Well, like, can you believe we get to live here? He's like, yeah, I can believe it. We do live here. <laughs> like, yes, it's real. I know, but it's so amazing. It, it really is. is the best it life. Is. It is. I'm glad I uh, coerced you into moving to the South Bay. <laughs> Tricked you. Getting out of Venice and all that craziness up there. Yeah, it's different down here. Yeah, total different vibe. I don't know that it's necessarily better. It's good for me right now. Oh, okay. But hey, man, when I was like Bumble dating, dating a whole bunch of dudes at once, it was better to be more central <laughs> than here. This is, <laughs> this is a sleepy beach town down here. I mean, I'm sure the Bumble game down here is not terrible either. Well, you would know. <laughs> I'm saying for you. I haven't been on in a while. <laughs> I think that's all my questions. All right. We're going to have to do a part two. Yeah. For all the time it took to do this, I wish I was better prepared. That's okay. I but won't fault you the for The people it. got to know you a little better. Yeah. Which is good. I want them to know you. Where can people DM you at? <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. They can search your Instagram. They don't want to talk to me. They do want to talk to you. Oh, boy. Have you gotten any followers since I've been mentioning you? Yeah. I don't know if they still continue to follow me. I don't really... It's not like I said, it's not like I post a lot of stuff. Uh, you guys, I'm constantly taking PG pictures for Keith. <laughs> I'm like your personal paparazzi. Because Keith is very into activities. So in one day, he will go surfing in the morning. Then he will go and work out for a couple hours, lift. <laughs> and then he'll like play volleyball for like three hours. And then he'll go play basketball for like an hour and a half. <laughs> and then he'll finally come home at like nine o'clock at night. <laughs> starving <laughs> that sounds about right yeah that'd be like your perfect day and i'll walk my dogs yeah you walk your dogs too. maybe go for a skate skateboard down the strand a little yeah, bit yeah i'm not i don't i'm not about sitting at home no that's maybe. gross i'm it saying it makes me anxious no i like you too yeah the more things the better so but i like it because i get to take pictures of you and i enjoy <laughs> it and you're so cute uh yeah since i don't like you taking pictures when i have to like stand there and look at the camera no he hates it so i always try and take candidates of you <laughs> well the funny thing is if you guys look at keith he has a really impressive mustache and when we met he didn't have any facial hair and i was like but you're five years younger than me like you need to look old like me <laughs> and he was like well i can't grow a beard even though you did have a beard at one point you can't grow it uh -huh. now why can't you have a beard now? Because we have to be clean shaven at work. Is that because like for technical reasons, you need to have something suctioned to your face? Uh, it, it's kind of, yeah, a little bit of that. Whereas you need to have a tight seal. Mm -hmm. um, but then it's also like, it's a professional look to be clean shaven. So it's just the rules. So I was like, can you have a mustache though? <laughs> and you're like, I can have a mustache. And yeah. Like, so I started growing one out. Yeah. It was like a year ago. It was almost a year ago. I love it. And like you get a lot of compliments. I do, mostly from dudes. <laughs> What's so funny? You're walking down the street and someone will yell out of a car door, nice stash, dude. <laughs> <laughs> You've had a lot of uh, compliments on uh, your mustache. God. Yeah, that guy at Gold's. Hey, man, are you using this? No. Hey, okay, cool. Nice mustache, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, man. <laughs> 
You had a lot of comments. It's funny because you've had it for such a long time now that I like kind of don't notice it on you anymore. But it's the number one thing that people see when they look at you. Yeah. Yeah. Even people that haven't maybe seen me in a while. And they'll be like, oh, God, I didn't recognize you with the stash. I don't I'm think like, I, I don't it? think I'd recognize you if you shaved it off at this point. <laughs> I'm like it only covers a small portion of my face. I know, but how it's could so you cute. not recognize the rest of me? It definitely, it definitely like change it. It changes kissing the kissing dynamic a little bit. Mm. Yeah, you're getting a little hair in the mouth there. I pulled out a couple <laughs> stash hairs. Yeah, I felt it. <laughs> it's not pleasant, <laughs> but collateral damage. It's gonna yes, happen. But I like it. Okay, well, that is it. This has gone way too long, and I have to get the fuck to bed. But, yeah, um, so I have to be up early. Yeah, okay. Follow Keith on social if you like <laughs> my photos of him playing volleyball, <laughs> playing basketball, uh, uh, surfing, doing all the activities. Uh, give him a follow, WoodyQB4 on Insta. Yes. I mean, and don't slide into his DMs, though, actually. <laughs> don't be like, hey, don't be in his DMs. Yeah, there's just less stuff I have to read too, so I don't. You could just respond with K. Yeah, that works. Or a thumbs up emoji. Yeah, thumbs ups are always good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, thank you for being on. We'll have to do part two. Thank you. And um, this is great. Okay, you guys, let us know what you think of this uh, conversation. And let us know what questions you have for Keith. And maybe we'll do another oh episode. And maybe we'll do an episode with Danny J's main man who... Oh, yeah. Is yet to be named, so don't say anything. Keith. He that shall remain remain nameless. <laughs> yeah, but that could be fun. Let us know what you guys think. Go to thebestlifepodcast.com, which is our closed Facebook group. We have discussions in there after each of the episodes. Yeah, let us know if you liked it. Let us know if this is boring as hell. Let us know if you want more. And if you have a specific questions, that we can make this even juicier. All right, you guys, that is it. Have a great week, and we'll see you soon. Bye, guys. Bye.